Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Power Passion Podcast. This is the global thread next to Dave Smith on YouTube. I am the most consistent libertarian online. Let's get straight into the news analysis. And obviously, Tesla is not a shy entity when it comes to attracting any kind of press coverage. So Tesla is facing, pretty much as I'm getting this article in front of me, concrete case of unintended vehicle acceleration in Europe. So this is these self-driving cars which everyone's been looking forward to and then finally there are uh, reports of a few uh, errors uh, by the media and I suppose this is due to the fact that Elon Musk next to Trump does get a little bit of pushback because of his personality and his eccentric kind of magnetic charisma that he's got. Uh, The European regulators have apparently got a concrete case of unintended acceleration in the Netherlands after a Model 3 crashed in The Hague. Tesla is facing scrutiny over the European lawmakers after the Model 3 driver reported unintended vehicle acceleration that resulted in the crash. Now, I just want to say, first and foremost, before I dive deeper into this article, it's clear that when it comes to self-driving cars, uh, the person that is driving the Tesla has an out to blame the technology. Now, we want to kind of take a step back and say, okay, is it possible that the driver perhaps is lying and they're not actually, uh, you know, they didn't actually have any kind of software malfunction in the Tesla? However, let's dig deeper into this article and assess it with a libertarian eye and try and remain as moderate as possible. The Tesla, pretty much, the spectre of untended vehicle acceleration refuses to go away for Tesla. After wholeheartedly renouncing allegations against its cars, Elon's EV manufacturer is now facing what Dutch authorities have called a concrete case against the Model 3 that injured a woman in The Hague. Now, I know the joke is pretty much already there, but it is a female driver. I mean, next to other people, unfortunately, I have to make that joke. Even with self-driving cars, I'm pretty sure accidents in the future, the stereotypes need to be made. It was a female driver, not a male driver. But that's all good. We understand that because my listeners aren't snowflakes. They are primarily open-minded individuals and they're able to take a sense of humor and obviously it's like an acquired taste. So Tesla is forced to answer the complaints. So in the Netherlands, the reported case in the National Road Traffic Agency is now investigating the collision and the details of the accident are described as below. The Dutch incident occurred less than two months in The Hague on Thursday, December 19, around a quarter to 10 in the morning. The stationary Tesla Model 3 suddenly drove at high speed through a barrier for a parking lot at the office. The car hit a tree and a pole and then landed against a... um, Fascade. The driver who was slightly injured uh, in the nose and knee. For Tesla, the incident could be significant as the interconnected nature of European commerce means the regulators are very communicative amongst num- the member of states. So, as it's clear to see here, the uh, price of Tesla, which is far detached, detached from reality and doesn't really equate to real value uh, in dollars, uh, this kind of bad press and public scrutiny can particularly affect the perceived value or the hype of Elon Musk and his one of his very well-established companies. Now, it's important to remember when it comes to Tesla, Tesla wasn't actually founded by Elon Musk. However, Tesla and Musk are connected as one because he is very good at selling uh, and marketing himself to appear almost like a 
a cult leader for a white cisgendered male audience because everyone that is non-tech savvy seems to look up to Elon Musk. Uh, no harm, no foul. I am a big fan of Elon Musk, but it's very clear that this is the case when it comes to a lot of Elon Musk's followers. Tesla has responded quickly, stating that the throttle of the car was pressed three times, one time at most hard at 40%, which implicates human error. The RDW reported stressing that the victim denies that she pressed the throttle at at the tes as the Tesla data describes. So this is kind of an incident where you've got a human being reporting something and the data, which is the raw data in the software, kind of conflicting. Now, within this day and age, it is 2020, usually big data and actual uh, factual backing in the software does kind of stack up against it. However, you do have to pretty much in your mind think to yourself, okay, this software was designed by a software developer. So in essence, are we pretty much blaming the software which has caused this crash in the Model 3, or are we pretty much de blaming the developer that programmed the code? Uh, so it's a catch-22 here. But what's interesting in this case is it comes shortly after Tesla denied any such issues for its cars. Its high-tech approach to recording driver the experience means that Tesla vehicles record every slight move of the driver as they make their move. In this particular case, the complaint suggests the data... Uh, do not validate the driver's experience. So there you go. Just upon reading, it's pretty easy to kind of deduce from the facts that are presented to you in this article that what is happening here is pretty much conjecture. And I don't believe this will be the last case of a Tesla driver pretty much reporting something different to the authorities because they purely and simply stuffed up. Now, self-driving is going to come under a lot of regulation in the future, and you must admit that when it comes down to it, Software has flaws and so do human beings, but when it comes to the level of attention to detail that has been put into manufacturing the software, and more importantly, the cars and how they uh, pretty much communicate with this software, it's very clear to see that it will be potentially problematic, and I, I don't really like that term, it's pretty much a fascist left-wing term. So after a stunning rally to the start of the year, the Tesla stock is closing at record highs with a market cap of over $130 billion. That makes it the second most valuable car company in the world behind Toyota. Given Europe's reliance on the automobile, automobile manufacturing industry and the accusations of problems with Tesla's cars are going to receive exceptional net level of scrutiny. The trade war climate created by Donald Trump's administration has the EU on edge, and they are unlikely to enjoy the challenge Elon Musk is giving to the dominance of the native auto giants in the region. So this could be a case of some nefarious play with people within the industry pretty much uh, supporting local auto uh, manufacturers in comparison to Tesla, who is a global uh, force in the universe, considering uh, they've already got a car attached to one of their rockets they flew up to space. So it's very clear to see that that is uh, very prudent. So the EU regulators are unlikely to get this model th to let this Model Three crash go, and as when it comes to any kind of car incidents in this play. Um, you can't let it go because the person was injured and you need to pretty much remain cognizant of the fact that it's a human being just like you and if you're in the same situation, 
Uh, things happen, you stress out, and anyone that's been in a prang already knows this. Unfortunately for Elon Musk, it was a BMW-owned affiliate called Alphabet that leased the car to the victim of the crash. It stands to reason that the BMW want to make as much hay out of the crash as possible, particularly the most popular brand that Tesla buyers are switching from its BMW. So there you go. There's an example of the automotive competing forces pretty much throwing shade at Tesla. And this will happen when it comes to success in life. And Elon is accustomed to success because you gather these kind of uh, haters, which to be honest with you, it's very clear that these haters are pretty much mics. It's free marketing for you when it comes down to it. So just remain present with the fact that whatever you're doing in life, if you have this kind of negative publicity, whether it just be comments on social media, if you're at a small kind of scale um, drop shipping business, then you'll get shade. Uh, it really just depends on what you're doing. And if you're doing anything worthwhile in the world, which affects a lot of people and solves a lot of issues, like self-driving cars are potentially just going to radicalize and disrupt uh, the existing status quo of the car industry, then obviously you're going to get haters like this and people like BMW will play these kind of underhand deeds. But BMW should pretty much focus on their existing fleet of R&D or whatever they've got in regards to self-driving rather than throwing this shade. Whether the victim's claims are true or not, it seems that this time a statement of denial isn't going to get Tesla out of the meaty Dutch safety investigation crew, especially when German automakers are desperate for any chance to catch up on Tesla's dominant position of the world of electric vehicles. So there you go. When it comes down to it, you just need to remain aware of uh, both sides of the argument. Obviously, uh, the regulators want what's in the best interest of the people at heart. And then also you've got BMW who are clearly throwing shade at Tesla because of the fact that the uh, the share price is absolutely astronomical and it gives the company a huge valuation, but it is perceived value. Now, perceived value is pretty much like me buying into the narratives of Steve Jobs and the affecting marketing and storytelling in which this company does is pretty much like in the, the the reign of Steve Jobs, and Elon Musk is very good at portraying this kind of uh, dystopian outlook on the future, and he's, by the way, if you look into Elon Musk, personally, he was a fan of some science fiction novels, and he is very good in interviews to kind of play on this kind of dystopian world in which everything is controlled by technology. But it's better to be in the industry than not in the industry. So thank you very much for listening to this global thread. I've been waking up at 5am in the morning uh, recently uh, just to get my daily routine aligned and accomplished what I need to be. And I apologise if this is a little bit of a shorter video. But I hope you enjoyed. I'll leave uh, a link in the description below for the site to this news article. Let me know what your thoughts are about this content. I really want to keep the podcast going. I think it's a, a very good way to invite people all over the world into uh, open conversations and civil dialogue and more importantly to liven up the internet because when it comes to certain policies which are enforced by technology companies uh, the vapidness of political correctness kind of leaves for no entertainment. Thank you very much for watching the podcast. Good afternoon, good evening and good night wherever you might be listening to your podcast across the digital divide.